This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Welcome to Season 8, Episode 176 of the North American Outdoors Podcast. My name is Heidi Rayo, and I'm coming to you from the great state of Texas. We're going to be talking about hunting season. So if you yourself are a hunter, one of the most rewarding things that you can do is to introduce somebody else to the reasons why we love to do what we do out in the field and enjoying the sport of hunting. So hunting season is not only for adults. There are many kids who look forward to getting into the field with their parents, grandparents, uncles, aunts, or any other adult role model. This is especially true if it's a kid's first time going hunting. Unfortunately, many adults do not understand what a huge responsibility this is. What happens on a kid's first hunt can be a big factor in his or her decision to continue hunting. Today's youth are being bombarded with anti-gun and anti-hunting sentiments. It does not matter if the kid is from the city or even a rural community. Social media, teachers, and peers all influence their beliefs. Oftentimes, the anti-messaging can be deafening. This means the adult hunting mentor is already starting out at a huge disadvantage. And it is why we must take mentoring very seriously anytime and every time we are introducing and educating a new hunter. Most adults thoroughly enjoy teaching youth how to hunt. This is evident in the number of youth hunting organizations out there. Just about every state has a state-sponsored organization that is run through their game and fish department to introduce, teach, and mentor youth hunters. There are also private club organizations that offer youth hunts as well. Unfortunately, 
adult mentors often make unintentional mistakes that can affect a youth's opinion of hunting. These mistakes include lack of pre-hunt preparations, providing the youth with a firearm that does not fit, using the wrong caliber or gauge, and using inadequate ammunition. There is a lot more involved in going hunting than just heading out the door and into the field. This is especially true for a very first-time hunter. All too often, a mentor will take a youth to a gun range one time and one time only to instruct them on the safe and proper use of a firearm. I do not know anyone who would agree that taking a new shooter to the range only one time is all that is needed to make a clean, quick, and ethical kill. This is the number one mistake an adult mentor can make. Only committing one trip to the range with your new shooter before his or her first hunt can ultimately lead to a wounded animal or a lost game during the hunt. The sight of a wounded animal can leave a lasting visual for a young hunter. Just as bad is the thought of a lost animal that goes to waste. Anyone who has ever participated in a youth hunt will tell you that these things can be a deal breaker for a new hunter. If you agree to being an adult mentor to a young hunter, you need to make the commitment with them to spend more than just one afternoon at the gun range with them. The second pre-hunt mistake many adult mentors make is not getting their youth hunter into a hunter education class. Taking a hunter education class is important for everyone, new and experienced, young and old. Regardless if you were born before the required date to take the class before you can legally hunt in your state or province, it is always beneficial to seek additional training. Hunter education courses teach firearm safety, hunter ethics, and game laws. They also teach wildlife identification and the different hunting seasons, and oftentimes a game warden or a conservation police officer will make an appearance during that hunter education class to talk more about the rules and regulations. This class also has unintended consequences for young hunters. It gives them a sense of ownership in their upcoming hunt. This is because they have now committed time towards their future hunt, and it builds their confidence when they pass the course. The next area to take into consideration is the fit of the firearm. Having a firearm that fits the shooter sounds easy enough, but many adult mentors lack the proper equipment to take a youth hunter to the gun range or on a hunting trip. I am contacted by many parents that want rifle or shotgun lessons for their son or daughter because they themselves had not had any luck in teaching them how to shoot. As an adult, getting excited about introducing somebody new to hunting and the shooting sports, sometimes those adults overlook the fact that the young shooter is not as experienced or comfortable as the adult mentor is not only with the firearm they're using, but how it feels on the range. 
when I meet parents and youth at the range for the first time, they almost always have a firearm that does not fit the youth shooter properly. Shooting a firearm that does not fit can have several disadvantages. First, it can be painful. This is because the firearm cannot be correctly mounted to provide a proper hold, therefore adding to the felt recoil after the youth pulls the trigger. Shooting a rifle or a shotgun that does not properly fit is not only painful, but it prevents the shooter from properly lining up their front and rear sight if on a rifle, crosshairs of a scope, or properly following through when swinging a shotgun. Without a proper fit comes improper hold, therefore being nearly impossible to hit your target consistently and accurately. If you have young children or are planning on participating in any upcoming youth hunts, do your research and have the appropriate equipment. A firearm that fits is important for success. Invest in youth rifles, youth shotguns, and equipment your first-time hunter needs. Success is hitting the target where you are aiming, hitting your intended game, and making a quick and clean ethical kill when hunting. Talk to knowledgeable shooters and visit reputable gun stores for assistance in having the right equipment for the right type of shooting activity. Once you have the proper gun fit, the next step that adult mentors must do is make sure that they correctly match up the caliber of a rifle or gauge of a shotgun with not only the game that's being hunted, but also with the shooter. The most common mistake that most adult mentors make is providing a firearm that is chambered in too small of a caliber. This is seen mostly in modern sporting arms. Many of these firearms are chambered in calibers that were traditionally considered too small for deer-sized game animals. The most common modern sporting arms calibers come in 223 Remington or 5.56 NATO. Without getting into the debate of the lethality of these rounds, Many would agree that these are not the best caliber choices for first-time hunters. Luckily for adult mentors, most game animals in North America can be effectively hunted with a 243. The 243 win has adequate knockdown power as well as manageable recoil. One of the most common mistakes that I have witnessed is when adult mentors provide shotguns to first-time hunters. Almost always, and without exception, new shooters are given a 20-gauge shotgun. An even bigger mistake that an adult mentor can make is giving a first-time hunter a 410 shotgun. First, let's establish that a 410 shotgun should never be given to a new shooter because the chance of success in downing their game is close to zero. Not saying that that's always the case, but for the most part, um, and I'll explain the reasons why. The 20-gauge and 410 shotguns are given to young and new shooters with very good intentions. They are usually given to them because these shotguns 
have considerably less recoil than the more common 12-gauge shotgun. The 20-gauge shotgun may have considerably less recoil, but there is also considerably less shot contained in the 20-gauge shot shell. And the 410 is one of the smallest calibers of shotgun shells commonly available. Although many people refer to one of these small bore guns as a 410 gauge, that actually isn't correct because a 410 does not refer to gauge. The proper terminology is a 410 bore. If the 410 was branded as a gauge, it would be a 67 gauge. The number 410 in this shotgun's reference is referred to because it's the measurement of the diameter of the bore in inches. So in essence, a 410 is like a caliber in this situation, but it is still considered a shotgun. For the most part, a 20 gauge and a 410 even though it has considerably less recoil, remember that there is considerably less shot in a 20-gauge shotgun shell and a 410 shell. This means the first-time hunter might probably have less success. Lack of success leads to frustration. Frustration leads to not having a good time. Not having a good time leads to giving up on hunting and shooting. As an adult mentor, you should never put a firearm in the hands of a new shooter that has too much recoil for that individual. This can make a new shooter flinchy or gun shy and ultimately not enjoy shooting and hunting. As shotguns go, consider 12 gauge semi-automatic shotguns. A 12-gauge shotgun shell has more shot contained within it than a 20-gauge shotgun shell, and the semi-automatic shotgun tames the recoil. Another thing to consider is the ammunition. Another common mistake that I have witnessed is when an adult mentor provides poor quality or cheap ammo. Like I stated earlier, the 243 win is more than adequate in taking most North American game animals, but is often subjected to poor quality ammunition. The 243 win probably has more options of ammunition than any other caliber. Unfortunately, there is also very cheap and poor quality ammunition available. If you are mentoring a young hunter, it is your obligation to provide good quality ammunition. The difference can be between a recovered animal and wounding and losing one. If larger caliber rifles are needed for elk-sized game animals, look for reduced recoil ammunition. Remington makes great reduced recoil ammo, such as 30-06 Springfield Round. Additionally, Many of the higher caliber ammunition can be purchased in different bullet weights and velocities. Hunters today have many ammunition options that can be matched to the shooter but do not affect performance. Buy quality ammunition for a quality experience for your young hunter. Something else to consider is using enough gun when hunting. 
new hunters, although keeping everything we talked about into consideration, still new hunters need to start big. Famed author Robert Rourke made the phrase, use enough gun in everyday hunting lexicon in his 1966 book, Use Enough Gun on Hunting Big Game. In his book, he relates the stories of his African safaris and the importance of matching your gun to the game you are pursuing. This is not only important for safety, but to prevent wounding loss of game. When hunting dangerous game animals in Africa, North America, or anywhere else in the world, using too little gun can result in a sinking feeling with the thought of an animal's claws and teeth sinking into your flesh. Having to enter the long grasses of Africa in search of a wounded lion or leopard is something very few guides, much less clients, look forward to doing. The other reason why it is important to use enough gun when hunting is to prevent wounding loss of game. Any hunter will tell you that wounding and losing an animal right after the trigger is squeezed is one of the worst feelings. This is exponentially magnified when the animal that was lost was a long time sought after trophy. Every avid hunter has experienced this scenario, whether in their own hunt while mentoring a new hunter or being asked by another hunter to help them track a deer, elk, or any other game animal that cannot be immediately located. It usually starts with blood located at the point of impact, and sometimes there is a blood trail that comes to an end a short distance away. No matter how many game animals a hunter takes in their lifetime, it is the game that they wound and lose that they tend to remember. No matter how much time has passed, any hunter that has shot and lost an animal can tell you everything in great detail about the circumstances surrounding that incident. I participate in many youth hunts, and unfortunately, wounding and losing a deer happens. I am glad to say that it is not common, but it does occasionally happen. When it does occur, and I am in the blind or stand, I can remember every detail, including how many steps the deer takes, how it stumbles, its head position, and so on. Wounding and losing an animal are bad enough in its own right, but when it happens to a new hunter or even a young hunter, regardless of age, the impact can be long-lasting. It can be an emotional experience when a new hunter loses his or her game to the point where they feel they no longer want to hunt. It is our job as mentors to recruit hunters and not chase them off. When an animal is wounded and lost, the reason that it is almost always the shooter's error. If you are mentoring a new hunter and wounding does occur, it could also be your fault. There are two reasons when a mentor does not properly prepare their new hunter for the hunt. The first is the mentor does not spend enough time at the gun range with the new shooter. The second reason is that the mentor may have provided the new shooter with an improper firearm for the hunt or a gun that is the wrong caliber or gauge. The most common mistake of not using enough gun for the hunt is with bird hunters. If you go into any dove field or duck blind in the marsh, 
you will almost always find the guys using 12-gauge shotguns and the women and kids using 20-gauge shotguns. This is fine if women and kids are experienced enough to shoot a smaller gauge. The reason new shooters are usually given 20 gauges is that the smaller gauge does not kick as much as the 12 gauge. There is a balance or a give and take when it comes to shotguns. A 12 gauge shotgun may kick a little bit harder than a 20 gauge, but the smaller 20 gauge, again, has less pellets or shot in the 20 gauge shot shell. Less pellets means less projectiles traveling through the air towards the intended target. In other words, more experienced shooters tend to switch from a 12-gauge to a 20-gauge shotgun to make their hunt more challenging. As a mentor, we want our student to have success. If everyone hunting has something to take home except the new hunter, then they may not have a very rewarding day. More experienced hunters usually have a great day regardless if they take something home or not, whereas a new hunter may not yet be at that level. There are ways to put a larger shotgun in a new shooter's hands without all the recoil, thus improving their chances of success. Instead of a 12-gauge over and under or a pump, consider a 12-gauge semi-automatic. The semi-auto shotgun absorbs much of the recoil and feels like that of a 20-gauge over and under or a 20-gauge pump action shotgun. This makes the hunt more enjoyable and the shooter is more likely to have success. When big game hunting, rifles pose a unique problem for novice hunters. The trend today is in modern sporting arms. Unfortunately, these firearms are usually of the small caliber size, such as a 223 or a 5.56. If you are purchasing a modern sporting arm, opt for the larger calibers, such as a 308 or 300 blackout, for example. Generally speaking, a larger bullet causes more tissue damage, a larger wound channel, and more hemorrhaging that usually and ultimately cause death. This increases the chances of game recovery. I know that there are a lot of 5.56 cartridge enthusiasts that are now up in arms over that statement. Yes, the 5.56 can be a very effective hunting cartridge in the right hands. As far as that statement goes, any game warden will tell you that many white-tailed deer have also fallen to a poacher's 22. There are many examples of small cartridges taking down very large animals. On May 10, 1953, Bell Twin, a Cray Indian, was hunting small game around Slave Lake in Alberta, Canada. A grizzly bear materialized about 30 feet away and had the five foot tall woman on the menu. She quickly took aim with her 22 single shot Koei Ace 1 and killed the world record grizzly bear. Another example of the potency of a small caliber firearm occurred in Bangkok on March 8, 2013. A poacher used a CZ 22 rifle to kill an elephant in Kang Kretchen National Park. Smaller caliber rifles can be effective for taking game animals. If the shooter is experienced, practices often, 
understands the ballistics of that particular cartridge being used and knows where the vital organs are in the animal being hunted. The famous African ivory hunter Walter Derumpel Maitland Bell killed 1,011 elephants using either a 6.5 by 54 manlicker or a 256 caliber or a 7 by 57 Rigby Mauser or a .275 caliber, very small cartridges for these large African pachyderms. Many states recognize that larger calibers are preferable to their smaller counterparts. The 243 round is the minimum standard for most Western states. Quality ammunition is the key to the terminal performance of this caliber. If recoil is an issue for new or young hunters that are using larger calibers such as the 30-06, many ammunition manufacturers offer low recoil options. On many youth hunts, I've had the young hunter use Remington low recoil 30-06 with great success. Success is determined by the shooter's experience, skill, and the equipment they are using. Nobody wants to lose an animal after a hunt, especially if it is wounded and may end up suffering. Use the largest caliber you can effectively shoot to increase the chance of game recovery. This is very important when introducing a new hunter and a youth hunter to the sport. Remember, success oftentimes leads to a new hunter looking forward to their next hunting opportunity and better yet, doing it all over again with you. There is no better classroom than the outdoors, roaming the woods and waters, creating memories that will last a lifetime. This is Heidi Rayo, and you have heard another North American Outdoors podcast. For more information, visit NorthAmericanOutdoors.org and follow me on Instagram at North American Outdoors. Have a great day.